You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Moved by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. Yes, that could mean you too. The workouts have been designed to fit into your life so you can move when you can. The 15 minutes you can squeeze in before work. The 20 minutes you get to yourself while the baby naps. The half hour you can spare at lunch. There's a routine for you no matter what your day looks like. A reminder as well, this is included in your Mum Mia subscription. If you are a Mum Mia subscriber, you already have access to Move. Download the Move app and log in with your Mum Mia login. Head to move.mamamia.com.au and use code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane and welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are the evening news headlines for Monday, May 30. After much speculation, Peter Dutton has been selected as the new leader of the Liberal Party after running unopposed for the top job. He will replace former Prime Minister Scott Morrison, while former Environment Minister Susan Lee will take over as his deputy. Mr Dutton has represented the Queensland seat of Dixon for 21 years and previously held a number of ministerial positions, including most recently as Defence Minister. Meanwhile, the Liberal Coalition's partner, the Nationals, will also now be led by a Queenslander, as David Littleproud has been elected as their new leader, replacing Barnaby Joyce. Mr Littleproud has been Deputy Party Leader since early 2020 and served as a Minister for a number of portfolios, including most recently as Minister for Agriculture and Northern Australia. It took the Nationals more than two hours to come to a decision at their party room meeting today, with former Deputy Prime Minister Mr Joyce saying he was not really sad to have been ousted by his colleagues. The Nationals have also selected a female member to serve as deputy, with New South Wales Senator and Nationals Whip Perrin Davey elected to serve alongside Mr Littleproud. More than a week since 17 million Aussies cast their votes, three seats still remain unallocated as ballot counting continues. Labor is currently sitting on 75 seats and needs just one more to secure a majority in Parliament. And it currently looks like they may just get there. The ABC reports that the ALP are currently ahead in both the New South Wales seat of Gilmore and the Victorian seat of McNamara, while the Victorian seat of Deakin looks set to go to the Liberal Party. Thousands of votes are still as yet to be counted, meaning that the uncertainty could continue for several days to come. The New South Wales government has been forced to defend itself after it was accused of allowing ancient Aboriginal remains to be buried without the permission of the First Nations community. The 42,000-year-old remains, known as Mungo Man and Mungo Lady, which are some of the oldest ever found outside of Africa, were reburied last week despite an application for emergency protection by the traditional owners. Indigenous Affairs Minister Linda Burney says New South Wales had promised the federal government that no action would be taken until a court decision had been made. 
Heritage New South Wales, which had custody of the remains, says the state government did not authorise, conduct or endorse the burial and will launch an investigation into what happened. Power giant AGL Energy has dumped plans to separate its retail arm from its electricity generation business after their biggest stakeholder, Atlassian founder Mike Cannon-Brooks, discouraged stakeholders from supporting the move. The billionaire, who owns more than 11%, argued the move would have disincentivized the company from doing anything to reduce emissions or tackle climate change. At present, AGL's coal and gas-fired power stations account for about 8% of the whole of Australia's carbon footprint. The decision will see Chief Executive Graham Hunt and Chairman Peter Bolton resign, alongside two board members as AGL undergoes a strategic review to find a new way forward. Travellers looking forward to overseas holidays are being warned to check the validity of their passports and allow plenty of extra time when applying for a new one. The Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade says after two years of border closures, demand for overseas flights and travel have been booming since Australia reopened last November. That has blown out official wait times to six weeks, but many would-be travellers say they've waited up to ten weeks as the Australian Passport Office faces a four-week backlog. Over 1.1 million passports have been issued this financial year, with 400,000 of those distributed in the first three months of 2022 alone. From Wednesday, single-use plastic bags will be banned in New South Wales, meaning that any bag weighing less than 35 microns, even if it's biodegradable or compostable, will be outlawed. Bin liners and fresh produce bags will be exempt, but the state will go one step further in November when single-use plastic straws, cutlery, chopsticks and food picks will also be banished. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from The Quickie, check out today's deep dive on the Uluru Statement from the Heart. What it is, how it will impact you, and why you could very soon be asked to vote on it.